Hi, I'm Olivia. And I'm Kelly, and this is a Court of Theories podcast, where we deep dive all things Akatar, Throne of Glass, and Crescent City. This podcast contains spoilers. But yeah, I was really surprised how many of those signed ones really were at our store. It's so weird. I do feel like that our store get quite a few copies of stuff. Can they not? Do they not have... As common as it is now, I feel like there should be a sticker that's digitally signed. Because if they are digitally signed, they don't put anything on them. Yeah. Because like, I I mean, I've told you like that War of Two Queens that I bought, I got home mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, this is signed. Yeah. I had no idea. But anyways, I just think that's weird. Why? It's becoming so common. Yeah. They need to get some kind of like well, sticker Well, they have that. stickers. I don't know if you remember that. The Black Friday, they had that signed table, and it did say signed, yeah. but not digital. Yeah, yeah, those were hand signed. Yeah, but that's what I'm like. It's becoming so common that you would think that they could right also have a digitally signed sticker now. I I do love it whenever the special editions, like the Fairy Loot or Owl Crate, whenever they really are signed. I know some authors are going to digitally sign stuff. Like, well, Katie Robert is doing a Midnight Rune. I mean, she just had that book tour, but I saw where she's doing a special signing at the BNN in New York, like mm-hmm. the one that they had the big party at and stuff where Sarah showed up. Mm-hmm. But uh, that it specifically says on there that she will be hand stamping books because, like, she has those fucked up wrists. Well, or I was going to say, a lot of authors have Carpal Tunnel. Yeah. And something interesting that I saw Brandon Sanderson actually designed his signature retrained himself to sign in a way that did not bend his wrist it's all in his shoulder so that he would not have that problem he signs like whenever he does signings or whatever like they have tables like he will sign like hundreds of books at a time and he's like i'm fine Uh, i think about that when i'm famous i need to write signed books i'm gonna have to change my signature the whole thing and i think carrie maniscalco i think she does the same thing because I've noticed a difference in her autographed editions through BAM. And then whenever it's the BNN, like whenever she has the, you know, the talk or whatever, where you can buy tickets and then they send you, I've noticed that the book plate signatures are, they're the, they're the same, but they're not. So she must also change how she does it because she has to make, I'm sure make it smaller yeah, so that and, would be my problem because I write very large. Yeah, but I have noticed that it is, again, it's it's her signature. It's just I've noticed that it's a lot smaller. Listen, if if I would ever just become an author that somebody would want my fucking signature on something, I would definitely, if I was not under a pen name, I would take my maiden name back at least to. I have told Jameson the same thing. I'm like. I well, for one thing, I've heard that using your real name is kind of a nightmare for a lot of things. Yeah. But also I told Jameson, I'm like, if I ever got published, I would have to use my maiden name because that was her dream. Right. <laughs> like, I need her name on a right. book. Not your name. I don't even know you. <laughs> right. You're like, you are not living this childhood dream. Yeah. Well, also, uh, Wells is a lot easier. Yeah. Also, most of them just do initials, so. Yeah. Or we could be really, really, like, punk rock about it and be Runix. Yeah. I would love to know I what think- she looks like. The bo- I'm going to tell you what. She has a beautiful mouth. <laughs> you got a pretty mouth. Because I guess she got headshots. 
but she had some of them specifically done for her to use as like PR stuff because she, she does not show her face. Mm. And it, so she does from like her lips down, which she said that she's actually moved it up. I guess one of the last ones she did was like the tip of her chin down. That's funny. Where she would hold the book. So then it would just be her chin and her. I'm like, could you imagine? I mean, she, uh, that's just like the fact that that's her whole identity where she's just like, that's my chin. Here, I'll let you see my lips. I mean, there's quite a few authors that like, you don't know what they look like. Ruby Dixon doesn't post what she looks like. Oh, I didn't realize that we that didn't know what she Hannah looked like. Hannah Grace that wrote like Icebreaker and stuff. She doesn't post what she looks like. Do you, Cause well, I know that Hannah Grace that there, there's no way that's her real name. I'm sure it's not. When you're writing about ice planet barbarians, is that who, is that her or is that Ruby? That's, that's Ruby Dixon. There's no way that's her name. It's not. No, she writes under multiple pen names. She also has another pen name where she writes like motorcycle club romance stuff. Did and you like, know that, but uh, it's a different name. She doesn't, but she doesn't link the two. So you yeah, don't, you don't even know what her other name is. Well, so one of my favorite indie authors is Nikki St. Crow. She wrote the never King, which is it's a dark Peter Pan retelling. And I love those. I'm like full in top tier Patreon of hers. I, I love her writing. I love her so much. Saw so the other day during a Q&A, she has also pen named stuff in completely different genres. Not only has she done indie, but she has pen named under big trad names, like trad publishers. So she has stuff out there that is published under a completely different name with a trad publisher. And but she's over here just like living out her life in an airstream as Nikki St. Crow. That's cool. I think it's so cool. Did you know Katie Robert has a pen name that she writes under too? I did know that. I had to look it up because I can remember. Kat Taylor. Mm-hmm. I know. Which is so funny because her books are dirty. She don't hold back. Mm-mm. So the fact that she's just like, oh, here's my pen name. Like, <laughs> homegirl. <laughs> Your stuff. It's very funny to me. Like recently she's been talking about her kids. Yes. And like, <laughs> like her youngest, like telling her teacher what she does. She's like, she doesn't get that. It's, you know, a thing. So My it's mom very funny writes really dirty books. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, great. Moving on. Yeah. Like <laughs> Tommy, what's your mom do? She's a nurse. <laughs> My mom writes about monsters fucking right. like <laughs> oh I you know what that's the dream that we need to have. I want Warren to be like, "All right, Warren, what's your mom do?" I would do? never tell him that. You would never tell him that? Fuck no. Oh. Well, I'll tell for him. For one, I don't want him to know. No. I'll tell him for you. I wouldn't want him to know, and then when he was old enough to know, he wouldn't want to know. So Right, fair enough. Casey's old enough to know and he he said if you and Olivia do that, don't tell me. I'm like, why? What if I had to use you as, you know, figure out how the anatomy of all of that works? <laughs> and he's like, don't tell me. That's self-study. He said. You're doing that on your own. <laughs> yeah. He's, I'm not, you know, he said, I'm not your experiment. I'm like, hmm. Okay. You are. You are. I didn't finish it until yesterday. Thursday. So it took me from, I started at Sunday. And I didn't finish it till yesterday. Well. God, those people that were like, I finished it in 24 hours. First off, how do you even remember anything that happened? I don't feel, not people listening, people 
physic reading the physical copy. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, there is no way. I mean, there's speed reading, but I don't know what the fuck that was. As much as I wish I didn't have responsibilities and like shit to do, I did. Right. So same. Yeah. No, same. I mean, I'm in the middle of my high school swim season championship, and I'm, I'm I've made as much time as I possibly could. Because I also, I mean, I still feel like that's pretty damn fast. Yeah. I, I do. I feel like a n- almost 900 page book. I say how many pages was it? Like 865 or something? I mean, yeah. Because this, I mean, this is just the standard. It, this I guess technically took five days. So that's still 173 pages a day averaging. That's a lot. Some books are only that long. Oh, yeah. So my, my fucking Goodreads is this like. This is basically like reading four books. Right. My Goodreads is like, you're two books behind schedule. I'm like, no, fuck off. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is solidly two and a half books if you want to have a longer well this is our book club book this month unhinged an erotic door romance by vera valentine oh and it's shut up have 73 you... pages so uh, oh that's all yeah so that's the whole book club. gotta pump those numbers up baby i help your goodreads account that will and i will actually read this one because isn't this where she tries to like fuck a door yeah i'm on page nine and has she fucked the door already no oh I'm on like, page nine and I'm eight percent of the way done oh, with the book. Fuck so. yes. So okay. Well is I, it is it a Kindle Unlimited book or Yeah. Okay. Um Good, good, good. This I tried reading before bed. I can't read, right? If I lay down in bed and try to read this, I just immediately fall asleep. Yep. Oh. And I wake up and I'm like <laughs> holding my Kindle. You're like or sleeping laying on top of it or whatever. <laughs> it's like help. Yeah, probably. <laughs> read me. So far we haven't gotten the the girl's perspective at all. I don't even know if you do so far. The first nine pages, it's just about the door. The do- it's from the door's perspective. I'm sorry. How can the, okay. He's it sentient. doesn't have eyes. Don't tell me it has eyes. I don't know. Is it a feeling? I just he loves the way okay. her fingertips brush along my knob. <laughs> no, not yeah. his knob. <laughs> doorknob uh, oh i know i know what uh, but i know what he's implying Ugh. i'm i hate it get it out of here i'm reading it i mean i'll read it and then, also it'll pump up my goodreads yeah <laughs> you said i'm only on page nine and i'm eight percent <laughs> Yeah, so I've only read seven books so far this year, but I've read 3,261 pages, so... Oh. Already? Yeah. How many have I done? I don't know. If you go... If you're on desktop version of Goodreads... Yeah. And if you... on the, Like the home screen or whatever, on the left-hand side, there's a menu. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. You have to click My Books. Oh, yeah, I just go to and my reading I, challenge. The, well, if, I know, but if you click my books and then you go to reading stats under your reading activity, you can see how many books, pages, whatever wait, you've read. So I like looking at wait, pages. Where's that? Hold on. Well, well, under my books. My books. Okay. On the okay. left-hand side, see where it says your reading activity? The yep. bottom link in that section says oh, reading stats. Oh, I see it. I see it now. Then you can click pages. I've read 2309 a lot but i mean like, but i've only read four books it feels more that it is feels more better satisfying. to me than yeah seven books 2020, i mean 2023 i read twenty four thousand pages 
I read 37,452. From 2022, I read 18,000 pages. I only read 15,794. 2021, I was 13,000 pages. I didn't use Goodreads in 2021. So, okay. Which, I know that once swim season is over, I'm going to catch back up and... So I'm not worried about it because it tells me I'm behind two books. Also, it's just not a fucking challenge. Like, it just doesn't matter. Yes, it matters to me and I have to win. Like, I understand that, but also it's just really not that deep. It, It is to me and I have to, I have to win. You won't. Uh, against me. <laughs> you might beat your own challenge. I'm not up why, against you. That's why I'm, that's what I'm saying. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. I'm not. I I'm worried about what I'm, I'm doing. Positive. Are you like over there trying to pit yourself against me? No, I was saying, cause I, would, I was very seriously considering putting one as my reading challenge this year or not even doing it at all. Like then, not putting in the, I still want to track them, but like not doing the challenge thing just because I don't know. I don't know why. Because like because that. for whatever reason on social media, we decided to take a stand against that. And then it's like people like me that I'm like, no, no, I like doing against that what? because it just helps like reading challenges. What did we say? Oh, there was people that were like, that's not what we want to do. We want to just read to enjoy. And, blah. and I'm I mean, like, I agree I, with, that but, I also, agree with but, that. but also it keeps me motivated because yeah, otherwise I could too. fully disassociate and never open up a book again. Well, that's true. So if I'm not like, oh, I shit. take back everything I said. I don't know what my fucking stance is. Do whatever I mean, you want. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm like, if somebody doesn't want to have a reading challenge, fine. I don't give a shit. But I'm like, don't then turn it on its head and be like, make make people that have a reading challenge kind of feel like shit for having a reading challenge. I like, mean, just ignore it. Just don't. I just don't give a shit what other people think. I, that's a, that's not true. We both do. It depends on what it is and the day. If you like this podcast rate it five stars if you don't oh yeah that part yeah yeah so we did get a couple of one-star reviews on the podcast i can't see who they are i don't know if they like they show yourself (laughs) you can't (laughs) on apple you can write a review but on spotify no it's just a star rating Mm -hmm. so if you're rating it one stars go to apple and just really vent you coward yeah because you're really hurting my feelings right (laughs) Because you're like hiding keyboard warrior style <laughs> and we are not that we're insecure. <laughs> we're just upset. It's fine. It's fine. That you're Everything's a fine. pussy ass bitch oh, and won't come yikes. forward about it. I hate it. that word. Well, I said it. Okay. I said it. You want to talk about House of Flame and Shadow? No. I don't either to be completely honest. <laughs> I'm still, I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. And I, before we talk about the book, I want to talk about how our feelings, we want to talk, I about, want to our talk about our feelings, but I want to <laughs> talk about, I guess, I don't know the book. I love the book community. I love all the people we've met doing this podcast. Facts. Amazing. But people. There's also some just like real dumb shit that goes on y'all. I, I, I know. And so the dark side, if you, you will. know what I don't like? What I don't like is like gatekeeping certain stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's a fucking book. We literally all have access. Yeah. You're allowed to not like books. Okay. Yeah. And 
everybody being like, oh, well, this is a fantasy book. If you don't like the book, you're clearly just a romanticy reader. Whatever the fuck that means. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand either. But also, that's just <laughs> really fucking dumb to say. Yeah. And then people being like, oh, well, if you don't like it, then it's because you expected more of a crossover. And this is not an Akatar book. It's a Crescent City book. No fucking shit. That's yeah. literally what it says it's, on the cover. It, I mean, last and time I, I checked, be, it says a Crescent City novel yeah. right underneath there. I think you can be disappointed in the crossover for multiple way- reasons. Yeah. It's okay. I am. And we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, and that's, there's this whole thing and I don't, I mean, our algorithms are similar, but then, you know, I'm sure that there's, you know, I'm, I'm like, sometimes I bring stuff to the table and you're like, what? Yeah. Who the fuck is saying that? I'm like, listen, it's on there. That's like, apparently there's people that are saying that if you're going to rate a book less than three stars, then don't rate it. And it's like, okay, if you're going on Goodreads, or let's use Goodreads. I know there's other platforms, but the most popular and the one that we use is Goodreads. If I want to go on there and rate a book two stars, I, I will rate a book two stars. That's my opinion about it. Now, if I rate a book two stars and then all I do is go shit on the author. Yeah, that's very different. That's thing. very different. If I just... The book wasn't my vibe. Do that in person with a friend. You don't have to put it on the internet. Right. And don't (laughs) fucking tag the author. Yeah, that's really shitty. That's the shitty part of it. It's not going on. And I feel like that that's some of these people that have taken that to the extreme where there are fucking assholes that have went and tagged fucking authors in their like one star reviews. That's shitty. And shit all over them. And I'm like, that's okay. That's not great. And you need to fucking stop. But to go on and just give a book. You need to calm down. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're, You're being, being too loud. loud. Like, And again, if you don't like a book, fine. Fine. But then also, don't shit on the people that like it. Okay. On the internet. On the internet. <laughs> to your podcasting co-host. It's fine. That has to cut it all out. It's go ahead. Fine. But... Yeah, don't don't go on there and don't tag the author. Are you I just fucking like, kidding me? Like shitting on people for it and like saying, oh, well, you only like it because whatever. Like that is just such mean girl behavior. Right? I am so over that. Yeah, I know that they just re-released or like whenever redid we, that we movie. Say, we care what people think. I care about what people think about something that I really like. I mean, I want people to like this podcast. Do I like it? It's kind of annoying. I know that. Yeah, I, I can mean, hear myself speak. I don't like myself but i like, want other I get people it. to like yeah you get it because you I also want, don't like me yeah i mean i want people to enjoy it yeah but at the same time don't one star us and then <laughs> yeah. and then hide behind it come out and put your name on it and say it with your chest yeah, <laughs> right right come at me come at tell me no it's fine because I then i will i will be institutionalized <laughs> because i will have lost my mind Casey will have to hold me back and I'll be like, let me at him. Let me at him. I don't know. It's fine. I don't know. I, don't I appreciate your opinion about us. Thank you so much. I mean, I don't know. It's <laughs> Some things bother me and some things don't. And I don't know. I mean, I know. Listen, I know that not. I'm not everyone's cup of coffee because you probably like tea. But fuck off anyways, because I'm delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm, I'm an Alani mm. cherry slush flavor. Oh, there we go. I almost accidentally just let, you know, add some cream and sugar to me. And I was Ew. like, nope. I, I'm sorry. I stopped myself from it just organically coming out of my mouth. That was a good idea. So instead, I just interjected with what I was going to say. And I feel like it 
kind of made it worse. Uh, did it? I don't know. Mm. I thought it would make it less cringy, but oh, well. clearly it was an experiment and it failed. <laughs> the, it didn't land. <laughs> Anyways, I hold on. I want to before we dive into that. While we're talking about reviews, can we just talk about something that is like popping up on my Instagram so much, and I actually fucking hate it. What? Silent book reviews. Oh yeah. First off, some people don't know how to mute the volume. (laughs) (laughs) So their silent book reviews are like, (laughs) like, sounds like us eating the unnamed candy that won't sponsor us. But uh, what is the point of that? We're just like nodding our heads. See, I don't get like, that because like, you you could reach out to a company like that and like get rejected and you're like, fine, whatever. But then like, some other stuff that like kills you emotionally. Like what's the difference? Do you know? No. Because that, I mean, let me tell you something. So well, I sent a copy doc to a client today and like they're going through and like accepting my suggestions that I made. I'm, right. Like, and I'm like, oh, they're accepting them. Like they didn't come and say, these are amazing. Thank you. They right. just accepted them and moved on. And yeah. I'm like, they hated it. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. No, I know. I I know. I, I. So annoying. It's so, I know. It's so fucked. That's so, I applied for something this week. Mm-hmm. And yes, they're going to send out yay or nay emails to everyone. And even if I get a yay, I'm going to be like, okay, well, I'm at the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I was like that See, last I, in line cut off. And then if I get a nay, then I'll be like, well, I might as well just close down every book thing that I have because clearly like they hate me. I don't know which of my mental illnesses it is, but like sometimes I feel that way. Like everything I do is trash. And then other times I'm like, I'm literally better than everyone. Right. What is that? Right. I told a story to my swimmer. So like we're, we were prepping for sectional prelims on Wednesday night. And whenever I was like, probably like it started like age 10. So like in swimming, I was top 10 in the state. Like I was, I was pretty quick as a kid. Okay. And I'm highly competitive. And so, I mean, it's clearly my entire life. I would stand behind the blocks and like, I was always a good sport. I'd high five, shake hands. I had, I have a ton of friends across all across the country. Not after they hear this. Not after they hear this. (laughs) No, they know, they know exactly who this would be directed at. Uh, but I would like high five, whatever. And then some of them, some of these girls, especially some of the like Indianapolis girls, you just look back over and in my mind. Oh, I uh, thought you were going to be like, and I just stood there knowing I was better than all no, of them. Well, I would turn and look at them and go <laughs> in my mind and go, I'm better than you are. <laughs> and then I'd look the other way and be like, I'm better than you are. And like, sometimes I would be served a slice of humble pie that would be like, hmm. You really weren't. Nice try, though. Great, great pep talk. Okay, you were manifesting before you knew what manifesting was, yeah. but it didn't. It didn't come to fruition. I mean, you gotta shoot your shot. I, I mean, I did, and and but then sometimes I'd be like, "Ah, damn! I really, was. <laughs> I really was better than them." So I don't know. I think a lot of mine has to do with that intense athlete mindset of like, I have to be the greatest of all time, or I'm not fucking anything. Like, yeah. And, and then there's some stuff that I'm just like, well, you know what? Okay. I, I see that I am not the best at that. Or, you know what? Like I shot, shot my shot and I didn't hit the target, but I don't know. And then 
I, yeah, I don't know which one of my mental illnesses it really is like, what, what complex is it about me that, you know, well, that's like my mom the other day looked at me like we were standing at a swim meet and cause you know, she is, she's one of my assistant coaches. She works for me, even though we don't get paid. Uh, she just randomly looks at me and says, Hey, do you, do you ever wish that I was like a more sympathetic parent? And I did not even look over at her and I just went, yes, yes, I did. And I said a majority of the time. Your mother? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she went, oh, and I said, yeah, we're not going to talk about that right now. We're li- <laughs> we're going to push all those feelings back down and we're going to ignore them. We're going to fully ignore them. So, I mean, I get it, but I just don't know. Yeah, like that person, like that company rejecting us for a sponsorship. Okay, fine. I guess because I'm just like, oh, we only have, you know, this many followers. Then you got some fuck ass giving us one star reviews. Like they're going to see that and they're going to be like, Mm-mm, no, that's only a 4.4 on Spotify. If it's less than that, don't tell me. Like, <laughs> not since I last checked. Okay, good. Uh, but yeah, I. Basically, I think I just hate myself. Nice. And I also think that everyone hates me. And I know that I'm a lot. Like after our uh, interview with Sass and Anna, I definitely cried afterwards. Well, I also gave you a complex. Well. I mean, I was just being an asshole. And Casey didn't help. And then Casey just doubled down. Yeah, I mean, he really did. We we have to know when one the one of us is like doing it, so the other one can just yeah, shut up. It wasn't a great bit, guys. Can't, okay, can't the joke, double down on that. No, the joke didn't land for either one of you. Okay, I was like, all right, I need my uppers and my downers. I need to be grounded, but then I also need somebody to lift. You know, be the wind beneath my wings. And <laughs> you guys basically, Casey was tambled. Yeah, you. yeah, he was. Fully fucking Tamlin. No, actually, no, he wasn't because he also shit on you. Tamlin was the wind beneath Feyre's wings. Oh. He was early Lucian. I love he was a little mean. Lucian. Who agreed with what Tamlin said and was like a little too sassy at times, where Feyre was like, damn. <laughs> I don't know that or you guys were just both big assholes and you that just knew how to just jab your finger right back into the wound. Ugh. Maybe. Anyways. Anyways, this book. It's big. Let me tell you. Okay. If Sarah J. Mass has one fan, it's me. If she has no fans, I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> I will buy everything this woman ever publishes. Yeah. I will. I know. Same. I will rate it five stars on Goodreads. Is it a five star in my heart? I just don't think so. I gave it four. I, I saw where, was it Bookish Coda, who the artist, like she has all like the Barbie Akatar characters. I saw where she gave it, I think she gave it a four. And she said that it should have been a three or a 3.5, but she couldn't find it in herself to do that. And I was like, <laughs> No, yeah, facts, same. Because I know how much hard work went into her doing this. We know that she scrapped the whole first manuscript. We know the book is beautiful. The art is beautiful. I mean, the art inside is beautiful. But Without talking specifics, let's just talk surface level about the book. Surface level bullshit, got it. I feel like... A woman? Man. 
Yes, I do. I was going to say, man, I feel like a woman, but then it just sounded like you said I feel like a woman. And then I was like, no, man, no, that was man. Really dumb. Like, okay. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. I'm just fine. uncomfortable with us. She's going to hear it and she's going to know. She's never going to listen to this. You don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm obsessed with her. I love her I know. so much. And it's been a week of HOFAS. I mean, it's been a whole week. And I'm just so conflicted about this book because Same. I feel like. So much was insinuated. There were so many mm-hmm. like hints and drops and little nudges to things that could happen. And were some of the theories outrageous? Absolutely. Right. But I feel like a lot of the stuff, especially the stuff with mythology roots, mm-hmm. was very plausible yes. and would have followed a lot of her track record. It yes. made sense with the type of writer she is and what she's put out in the past. Mm-hmm. So whenever I started reading this book and within the first 100 pages, like so many things were just dumped on dumped us, on us yeah. dropped in our lap, told us flat out instead of playing out. I was like, what is happening? And Jameson said, do you not like the book? And I was like, to be honest, I'm very disappointed so far. Yeah. And it wasn't like, oh, I didn't get enough inner circle right. characters. Right, I don't right, give right. a shit. I don't like, fucking care. It wasn't about that at all. No, it's not about them. I just, there was so much where I was just like, we're really not going to let this play. You're just going to tell us yeah. that? I feel like this book revealed too much. Yeah, she choked it off. So much happened It had in this so book, much life left and she choked it off. But not in a good way. Yeah. And I did see a comment today that I thought, well, that makes sense. But I don't know that that's justification for the book. And it said, I feel that Sarah wrote this book with Hollywood in mind. Yes. And I could definitely see Crescent City being like a movie series, whereas we know that Throne of Glass got picked up and then nothing happened. We know that Akatar got picked up for a TV series and nothing happened. And so I can definitely see her like putting this series together with the intention of selling the rights at some point. And so this book where all the shit happens and there's no surface level stuff, everything just is dumped on you and happens on page. Was Endgame. I get it. It was Marvel's Endgame. Yeah. You just get dumped with all sorts of shit. And I, you made the comment of that everything was being revealed with dialogue. Yeah, that yeah. was another really weird thing. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I feel like she's so creative and so, I don't know. Yeah. I love the way that she plants Easter eggs and just the way that stories typically play out. And of course, I've only read it once and I'm sure reading it again, I would find more things to right think about and ponder and theorize on and whatever. But I just couldn't get over in the first hundred pages how much shit was just told. Mm -hmm. I know. Also, we already talked about it last week, but I cannot forgive the fucking magical bean. I know. I hate it so much. Hokey beans. I hate that. Hokey bean pills. I just, you can't tell me that Reese couldn't have got into her brain and fucked up her, like, right prefrontal cortex, and suddenly she could speak I mean, Prithian. like I said, Ish, if Hypaxia would have handed over, yeah. I would have been like, okay, absolutely, absolutely, 100%. But for the inner circle to possess something like yeah. that, that Where, was just Just so, out of the blue? Yeah. I'm like, that was never mentioned like, before. Do you know how many fights I've gotten in for you, Sarah, over the whole... C-section. C-section thing. And then you just really gave us a fucking magic language pill. I love when Sass called that out in the last episode about C-sections. I was like, oh, that's... Liv, that's your hill. (laughs) 
Okay. Because you think about the whole C-section thing. We're just going to pinpoint that for just a second. Like medieval time. I mean, we see it even in Game of Thrones, like House of Dragon. They were going to have to perform a C-section on, oh, it's the one of the Targaryens. They were going to have, unlike the queen, they were going to have to perform a C-section on her. And that was basically like they brought the king in and they were like, so we're going to have to do this. You have to make the decision if it's your wife or your baby. Because we're going to have to cut the baby out and she will die. Because we have no way to stop anything. And they say this in front of her, by the way. And yeah. she's, which I'm like, that probably happened a lot. So I get like. I saw a TikTok about that not too long ago where the guy was like, if you ask me to choose between my wife and a baby, it's my wife. I don't fucking know that kid. Right? <laughs> I was and I'm dying. well, and I'm here to tell you what right now. I understand that that's very sensitive. Right. But like, but, but like the fact. It was it, funny. I'm, well, I'm here to tell you what right now. The man that lives in this house. If we could have children, he has told me I would pick you. And I'm like, well, that's very sweet, but let's talk about it later. <laughs> like, because believe me, if I have an out, I'm, I'm like, I promise I'm not just going to face right? out. And I'm like, it's nothing against you, buddy. You're a great uh, husband, a wonderful man. Honestly, you picked really bad and I picked really good, but let me out. But. <laughs> If it's my time, it's my time. I mean, the fates and God and all of them to work together. To, Man, you tried taking me, let me tell you. Look, look, and science I, said not today. I will, right? <laughs> but I did, like, during that whole C-section thing, and I know, again, I know it's a hill you will die on, but I, I see I mean, her, not really so much anymore. But I see her perspective of that specific scenario where, like, they didn't know anything about C-sections. It was literally like you're just slashing it open until you reach the baby and you pull the baby out and then she bleeds out and dies. Yeah. And I mean, historically, that is what happened. Like, you know, until modern medicine time, till ye olde modern times. It's just so weird. I know. It's so weird. And so I get it. Again, I mean, they're all magical. So fucking come on. We're not magical. Yeah. But a bean. And she had to dry swallow that bitch. I had to work up enough saliva. Reese couldn't have pulled a glass of water out of his voided ass to hand that over. <laughs> he left, like I said, he left the room. He couldn't have just had a pitcher, glass, goblet, if you will, and <laughs> handed it over to her. Here, take a sip. Yeah, I, I don't know. Can we also, you know what? No, that's too detailed. Just say it. The parasitic water. I can't. Yeah, that's unbelievable to me, too. She even like touches on saying it must be small. Scientists haven't found it. Come on. I mean, again, I understand it's magic, but oh, oh, oh. I mean, I, but also if it was always there, then they would just think it was part of it. Right? They wouldn't necessarily know that it was a parasite. Yeah. So, like, why did why explain it like that? Way, like, that it was too small. No, right. It's not. It's not. Anyways, yeah. Ew. But, yeah, that was just one that, and I mean, spoiler alert. If you haven't read the fucking book, what are you doing here? Right. There, there's a whole, there's a whole warning at the beginning of this episode, guys. It's been there this whole time. <laughs> I mean, I, 
I don't know. And also there's just in almost 900 pages, there's just so much. So yeah. Speaking of like inconsistencies, I saw one today, someone commented on and I was like, oh shit, I did not come up with that. Amran supposedly was in the prison before the crossing, but Celine made the prison after the crossing. What? <laughs> right? Amran it was, was the- after the crossing? Oh, oh wait. Amran was in there before the crossing? Supposedly. Because they thought she was Daglin. And that's why they imprisoned her, supposedly. I mean, do you think she fucking lied? I don't know. Let me find Celine's info dump and find out for sure. Oh, my God. Well, what was it? I you, just took you, what, what someone there was said one night this week. I really don't know. There was one night this week that you texted me something, and I was like, sorry, I'm just in the middle of an info dump right now. And <laughs> Also, why we're just being like Candidly surface, honest. surface level. I don't give a shit about Ethan or Therian. I do not care. And if this next book is all about them, I am going to be very sad. E.T. Faye podcast made a meme like a couple weeks ago, and it was very funny. It says, hang on. It's like a shaking hand meme. Hang on. You know what I'm talking about? No. Where it's like, two, it's like something and then something and then they're like, oh, yes, something yes, that yes, they yes, could, yes, yes. agree on. Yes. yes. Hang on. Upset at. Find it. Maybe it wasn't them. Who else? Would it have been? I'm just trying to think. Oh no, it's it's the it's the caption. It says love them and also don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it says enjoying Crescent City when all of a sudden Ethereum POV. <laughs> they just yeah. close it back up. Yeah. The, I, <laughs> is, yeah, see the caption? Love them and don't yeah. care. Yeah. I saw where even Yaz put something up about the sacred storyline. People, when people say her books are full of fluff, I'm always like, no, they're not. The sacred storyline did not need to be there. It didn't need to be there at all. Nobody cares about her. Nobody cares about Ethan. Nobody cares about Therian. He's a fun side himbo character. We don't really care what yeah. he does or what happens. I mean, they literally at all. call him like Captain Whatever. So I'm like, and he's so self depreciating on this, but not in a funny way. Yeah. Like, not in the me way if you're gonna self-depreciate like you better at least make it funny right be witty about it come on i mean clearly i hate myself but i'm going to make badass jokes about it overall when i finished the book i was like okay i did enjoy that but i I I didn't hate it i have no i didn't hate it but i do have issues with it where most of her other books i'm like no issues it's perfect like fuck off fight anyone that says otherwise but yeah this one i was like i will say that i have i have issues all right so if we're also guys listen if you haven't finished the book yet come back later i'm just reiterating to remind everyone lydia having children yeah i didn't i didn't think that but i also thought she was really old and i think i thought that because rune says that whenever he meets her as like day the way she speaks he says that she talks like someone really old I guess maybe she's just so formal because of like her dad and yeah, history. and I think that it was probably like the two different. But then I saw something else where she's like younger than Rune, and I was like, wait. Well, and I do. I think it was probably how she was raised and her having to put on two totally different masks because she is a rebel. She's a rebel. Which her switch was believable for me. I, I will say, as far as character development goes, for her, I liked her a lot. But she truly probably had, as far as like a side character would go. Also, I fucking love that Rune shot her ass right in the Me leg. Me too. Like, I feel like. Do you want to know exactly what I thought of when fucking <laughs> Rowan bit Aelin and then punched her in the fucking face? And I was like, 
There it is. Because <sighs> they didn't, well, they didn't know. Right. Well, they also didn't know that they were mates at that time, though, whenever Rowan hit her, right? He didn't know that. No. Well, I, so I like Rowan, but Rowan is like this big and badass. And then as soon as him and Aileen get together, he's like an absolute cinnamon roll. I know. And most of SJM's characters are like that. But I love that Rune was like, I love you. And also, bam. Yeah. I will like, never forgive you. you and he's fine. Yeah. Like, fine. Right. Great. Yeah. He's like, me neither. So. <laughs> yeah. So Lydia's 47 and Rune's like 75. Oh. But okay. I thought, I thought she was like well, 200. He, well, and I think he did make that comment. But again, it, I'm sure it had a lot to do with like yeah, how probably. she was raised. Because you think about it. They were doing, they were doing Calame. Like. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure there are old ways and old ways of saying things old ways and doing things and old ways and saying things that whatever mask she's wearing that's how she's going to speak yeah so i can see where but also okay while we're talking about her sons if i hadn't also got the audiobook I, so I was switching between this and kindle my, my physical my kindle my audio right 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 to same, get same, same. through this if I hadn't had the audiobook, Acteon, absolutely not. I would have not come up with what that. What do you think you would have said? I don't know. Can we talk about the fact that listening to it on the audiobook and me not seeing it until later, did I realize her other son's name? Bran. I was like, Kelly. I, you- I thought of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I was like, Kelly, you dumbass. That was literally shoved right into our fucking face. Yeah. And I was like, uh, but then also I was very thrown by Acteon. Yeah. I wanted to look those up. I haven't. I Acteon, as far as I saw, did not have a very specific meaning, but obviously Brandon was going to be. In Greek mythology, he is the son of the priestly herdsman. Yeah. Aristeus and a famous Theban hero. Yeah. I mean, it just. His mother was a member of the ruling house of Cadmus. Katniss Everdeen? Cadmus. Oh. Sorry. The The Hunger Games? No. His mom was in the Hunger Games? No. He fell to the fatal wrath of Artemis. Twins in mythology are often depicted with special powers, so that would be fun to see. That would be really fun to see. Because I'll probably never fucking see him again. (laughs) Don't say that. I'm just like I I would love for them to have their own little novella or something like. No, I don't know about that. But where we have like a frost and starlight, they can show up. It's fine. I want them to have their own novella. No, I mean they they could be. That's what I'm saying. The way that the book was written, it very much leads to that the next book could follow Therian and Ethan, and I don't give a rat's ass. But also, I guess they live in the fucking ocean. So I guess it could, they could be part of it. Because the Ocean Queen kind of ended things with Lydia on like cliffhanger, basically. Yeah. I might still need you. I'm right not now. done with you, but yeah. yeah, whatever. So it really could like draw us in. I'd like to see more about all of the queens. And that might be more of what we get to see. Are you sad that this book wasn't all about the Viper Queen? She's a dumb bitch. I know that you like her. She's not. She's the worst. I want to know. So we barely saw Ariadne in this entire book. And then she just so weird. And then she just pops back up at the end and they're like, hello, Ariadne. And then so is she also going to be in the next one? 
I feel like she has a lot. Ethan, Ariadne, and Theory and the least characters. But maybe we can have Lydia <sighs> in room because Lydia's going to be like, well, my kids live underwater. Like, Maybe. I don't know. They have a bedroom at our house. It's under their Auntie Bryce's house. Sorry. Did you read their bonus chapter? No, I haven't read the bonus chapters yet. Oh. I, don't tell me. I wasn't going to. Yes, you were. I felt it. No, I wasn't. I was just going to say. No, I, read, I have not had time to sit down and consume. Because I want to read all of them. Well, I started, I was reading them on my phone. Like people's pictures of them. I read the uh, Bryce, Asriel, Nesta one. I read the Rune and Lydia one. Did you one, like that one? But that's it. The Bryce, Azriel, and Nesta one? I mean, it doesn't add anything. Is it? Is it literally like 16 pages like we thought it was? I don't know how many it was. It was long, it felt. Because let's see. What's it's like a little, it's like a, just a little bonding moment in the cave. But like, I don't know. I was really happy that she fucking gave Truth Teller back because I was going to lose my fucking mind. Yeah. I knew she was going to have to give the mask back. That is going to obviously play a huge part in the next Akatar. So do you think that Nesta is going to go like rogue? No. Feral. No. I hate to even do theories now because I'm like, is that just ruining my experience? No. No. Are you sure? I'm sure. Because I saw where Yaz was like making theories off of. We have to shut down this podcast. You know how many people's lives we ruined for this book with our theories? Sorry. <laughs> no. Nesta, now we need, we got to start Akatar 5 theories. Nesta having that eight pointed star. I'm just like, and then yes. now she has the star sword. And if Bryce was able to raise a Valon, did it also raise the prison island? Right. And I'm like, is Nesta going to go have Pegasi on the An prison island? An epic battle. No, not a battle. Just. I also love that something I did love was Nesta is like, yeah, she's a cold hearted bitch. And then Bryce sees her and she's like, oh, this is a warrior. Yeah. And I was like, okay. They're, okay. You're like, all right, point, point for you, point for you. Yeah. Okay. 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 And I totally get Bryce not trusting these people and i totally get them not trusting her but just everybody was so shitty to each other the whole time i don't know i also feel like she tried to make bryce way too alan in this book yes and i think that alan's scheming worked because she was 18 years old well and also like she was raised as an assassin she had to be she had to be schemy. She had to survive. She had what to. What is Bryce? Master of bullshit. Right. I mean, Aelin literally had to survive Erebin. And the shit that she saw at such a young age and then her growing into adulthood, she had to keep stuff close to her chest. She couldn't give herself away because she had to make sure that she survived. Where, I mean, Bryce was, for lack of a better term, a vapid party girl. And living it up at CCU, and then shit hit the fan. Yeah, she had it hard because she was half fae, half human. You know, she was treated as a lesser. But Aelin had to literally She, she was in survive. like, I was going to say, yeah. She was in life or death situations. Yeah. Literally. I mean, for real, for real. Otherwise, and then, God, Arabin grooming her, and ugh. she went through it, man. Yeah. Also, she my girl. Oh, you, this covering that up. Aelin's you know, February for the fairy loot calendar. Oh, She's on the back side of there. So I saw on TikTok last night, somebody said, this makes me think of Aelin and Arabin. And it was illicit affairs. Don't call me kid. Don't call me baby. Look at this godforsaken mess that you made me. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. It like gave me chills. You showed me colors that I can't see with. 
anyone else. Oh, because he like tried to like quote. Look at this idiotic fool that you made me. You taught me a secret language I can't speak with anyone else. Ugh. She even makes a comment that like. No, I'm here for it. But I love that he also told everyone that she was his niece. So how fucked up would it have been if he was like, just kidding. Now I want to bang her. Right. Just kidding. I'm going to have her, you know, meet me out back. One, one bed trope in the inn. I imagine him to be greasy. Me too. Like, like literally grease. <laughs> not just not as a metaphor for being like a slimy person. No, no. Literally. Trittle, like trittle. Trittly. <laughs> Truly and literally <laughs> in one word. Trittly. <laughs> what happened? I what is know. going on? I. God, now I can't stop thinking about illicit affairs. I'll never be able to hear it the same. Sorry. It does kind of hit, though. It does. God. And the way that he came on to her later. I'm like, you were like, quote unquote, a dad figure for her. Are you kidding me? I'm almost done with air fire right now. I read these so fast. This is only the second time I've read Throne of Glass. But I read these so fast the first time. And I'm doing it again. But I can't even distinguish like which book what is happening. <laughs> like after I've read the whole thing, I'm like, yeah, I don't know which one it was. It was one of the ones in the middle. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I know. I know. I. And as much as I love them too, sometimes I'm like, wait, which one did that happen? Because the overarching story is so big for so many characters. Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, Throne of Glass, I can tell apart. But between, if you put Assassin's Blade out of the f- configuration. Right. Between Crown of Midnight and Empire of Storms, I don't know which one's which. No. Crown of Midnight, Air of Fire, Queen of Shadows, Empire of Storms is like one book to me in my head. God, Tower of imagine? Dawn, obviously, that's easier to tell apart. And then Kingdom of Ash. Kingdom but, of Ash is where we just were all slaughtered. Yeah. Yeah. But those middle ones, yeah. It's just a blur. I know. Man. I know. But because that's... I did read Assassin's Blade third, though, just like she said. Oh. Did it hit different? You know, the first time I read it, I read it fourth. Oh, okay. Because I'd read, I saw someone say to do that. Yeah, um, the unofficial way, but a popular way. Yeah. Well, it said it was like more emotional that way, and I was like, okay, I'll do that. You're like, cool, cool, cool. The romantic way was to read it for right. And yes, like, okay. yes. But I did read it third this time, and it was good. Well, I mean, it's awful. I so like Assassin's Blade. It's awful. I mean, it is. You're right. It is. It ends awful. I mean, right. it's written well. Yeah. And it, you know, that, it's that info, to the soul. It, listen, if you're talking about an info dump though. Assassin's Blade? Yeah. Cause then for what, how it all interjects later. Oh yeah. But it doesn't feel like an info dump. No, you're right. But it I'm just saying. Like, 12 if we're pages get... of monologue by a weird video that they don't have fucking electricity, but there's some kind of magic video that projects onto a wall. Come on. I mean, she's a ghosty. It was a video. It's a, there was background and everything. There was background. You're like, the audio was crackly, but she... <laughs> I imagine Star Wars. I imagine that a uh, projector screen comes down from the ceiling <laughs> of the prison. No, not no, really. Do you know what? I did, but I do brought... imagine like a projector on the rock wall, and I'm like, what the fuck? You know the, the light uh, projector thing that we had in elementary school that you put the clear translucent pages on? Yeah. And it that's it. You just have no. It was a movie. I'm, ki- I'm just making a joke, and you're ruining it. I just don't want you to put the wrong image in. in- mm-hmm. I just don't want you to put the wrong image in anyone's head. 
I don't think there's a right image to put in anyone's it's head. It's not that one. That's the <laughs> wrong one for sure. Don't oh, tell me. That's my opinion. You can't tell me my opinion's wrong. That's not an opinion because it's literally in the fucking book. Okay. Uh, it's not open to interpretation. Uh, you're not open I mean, to I guess interpretation. That is to yeah, it is de- open to interpretation. To a certain degree. But uh, if it says a video, you're not going to tell me that it's a fucking slideshow okay. from clear plastic slides. You know what? It was a joke and it didn't land with you. But for everyone else that grew up in that time period. <laughs> You all know what the fuck I'm talking about. It was supposed to be a funny joke with funny imagery that just imagine like someone like Baxian walking in and being like, it's like a squeaky wheel that's he plugs it in. And then you had to listen to the bulb pop whenever it turned on. And then he, you got to adjust the uh, clear paper on there just right. And then draw on it. Can I also say that I love Baxian? I love, I love him. I'm obsessed with him. He deserves way better than Danica. I hope Facts. he finds someone to love. I think love. he will. It better not be Naomi or Danica whatever. sucks. She sucks so bad. We are a Danica hater club. Did you like that? I, that I shared it. that. I, I fucking that loved it. Funny. I mean, you sent it to me, but I had to share it. But I, I loved it, it because I was like, no facts. She's the worst. And I just, I just read the bonus chapter of that. But when I got here out of the back of the indie book, I love you so much, Bryce. Okay. Uh, That's why I'm putting this very dangerous ancient artifact in your back. Yeah. I fucking hate her. I know. Listen, do you think she was also greasy? But I think she smelled like cigarettes for sure. Oh, a hundred. Stale. <laughs> that leather jacket reeked like stale cigarettes. Mirth root, if you will. <laughs> Anyways, moving on from shitting on Danica, because we do that a lot in this show. We shit on her a lot. She deserves it. She Maybe does that's why we get one-star reviews. Probably. Are you Danica lovers? Is that the problem? And you're coming in here to shit on us? Funny quotes from the book. Pit me. I'm a test tube demon baby. <laughs> that made me laugh so out loud. It's so funny. It's so funny. Because, it, well, he I has would, two dads. I'm like, yeah. oh, get it. You know what? Two demon dads. You know what? You know who freaking called that? Emmy Ego, like two years ago. Oh, yeah. She nailed that. I was very happy to actually see that Listen, kind of fruition. Uh, Hunt had two dads, and then uh, Lydia's twins have two dads. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, all right. Like all adoptive right. dads. Yeah. Also, I was first, I was like, wait, what do you also, mean? Also, can we just talk about just speaking of same sex couples? Uh, June's still alive. Yeah, what the fuck? I'm, first off, we went almost 90% of that book. Without seeing, you're not gonna tell us about Fury, what the fuck she is. Yeah, Thanatos didn't say, "Oh, how's my girl?" Yeah, is my daughter <laughs> still doing okay? She hasn't fucking been home for curfew in like, you know, twenty years. Looking after your ass, Bryce. Yeah. Which one is that? Is that the indie or is that the B and M? This is my. Oh, our our version. early our early buy, mm-hmm. snatch and grab from Sam's Club. Yeah, I don't even know how I ripped the. Oh, who knows? Also. I have a sidebar. You're an American hero. Oh, thank you. I just want everybody to know, and if you probably caught glimpses on our story, if you follow us. So Liv managed to get us copies two, a day early, two days early, two days early. Mm-hmm. I think what day? Because number one, her weekly trip to Sam's Club. <laughs> and number two, her persistence and psychotic psychotic self really a little psychotic 
Because how many, I'm also psychotic. How many stores have we went to? A checked? lot. And she was crawling on the floor in our local Sam's Club. I literally, there was two men and a woman standing there talking next to the book table. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I really need to look at this box behind you. And I had them move so that I could climb on the floor and look. And that was the box it was in. So, And all I was trying to do was send you a video about a lady who forgot how to pronounce arugula. And uh, and you were like, I'm busy right now. I'm crawling on the floor. And I was like, listen, you are doing the good work. You do whatever you need to do. Fully believing that there wasn't going to be anything there and that you just needed my support. And then whenever you texted me and, and told me that you had them, I think I just literally responded with pictures where you really don't have them. I, uh, my heart rate immediately jumped like to 155. Yeah. It went from like resting to 155. It was like, it was stupid. It was like 63 to 155. Seriously. Fully resting. Fully resting. I mean, just you pushing a cart. You know, and 155. Because I showed Casey and he's like, is she okay? Like, I was shaking. I mean, it was, I. Which is so dumb, but I was so excited. Because you found treasure. Look, it's gold treasure. But also, can we talk about the fact that the snakes on the front are the, they really are the worm. Is it? Yeah, the worm from in Akatar. They it's found the very... one in the caves. I know, but that's not very big. I mean, it doesn't have to be. Big. I don't think it, that's the worm. It, so this has to be Bryce. I guess. I don't know. So so honestly, all that we got was that Jezebel is just a really old fucking priestess who had a deal with the underking. No, Apollyon. No. Who was it? Apollyon cursed her because she wouldn't let him read the part. That's what it was. That's what it was. Listen, th- there was a lot in this. Okay, I was going to get there. I was so disappointed in that. Just saying that out loud felt so goofy. You know I, what? It did. Hokey. So many things Fast, that I... That felt hokey. So many things that I have defended Sarah against saying, no, she doesn't do that. All the things that people accuse her she of doing... She didn't until this book. She did in this book. And I'm like, But you know it. what? It's great. Like you said earlier, it's great for TV. Because that's the problem with why Throne of Glass and why Akatar would not work for TV. Unless I think that if someone would do a I think high could, animated I was say, Akatar, I think they could work. They just need a very large budget, which they're probably not going to get. HBO would be the only but, way to do it. But if she gets this picked up and it's wildly successful, then there's a good chance the others could actually come to fruition. Because HBO, so with House of Dragon and with Game of Thrones, it only worked because it was HBO. That's it. Any other network, it would not work. Honestly, there's some Netflix shit that I'm like, if that's not the most knockoff Disney Channel shit that I'm watching right now. What? Like Netflix. When Netflix does something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hulu. Hulu, no way. HBO's the only one. Maybe Paramount, but HBO. Because then we could be as graphic as we needed to be. But I don't need Akatar 5 to feel like this. No, God, please, no. I don't. If it does, I'm just going to tell you right now, I will be devastated. I'll be devastated. <laughs> I will be devastated. I think the um, whole fandom will fall apart. And because people are having trouble with this. Yeah. Top tier people 
are having trouble with this and I hate it. I don't dislike this book. I will read it again because I know that there's stuff in here that I missed because apparently there's Easter eggs all over the fucking place for Avatar 5 is what she has is what I have read that she has said. Well, I hope she'll let the story play out and not just tell us what happens because this hurt my feelings. This was written like a script. Yeah. But the cover is beautiful. And it's I didn't dislike it because of the lack of romance. I don't really give a shit. I mean, there was fucking in it. Yeah. I'm going to call it fucking. I'm not going to call it romance. I mean, Sathya and Therian had a little bit of like cutesy. They, no, they did. And then she but again, just, and then she just I don't left. care. She was like, got to go save my peace ex-boyfriend. Bye. And I'm like, OK, well, that's definitely going to play out more in the next book because they're it, literally married. Is it? I don't know. You're right. Because we really thought that a lot was going to play out. In this I, and I, it I know. Just didn't. You think it's important that Reese knows about hell and like Prince Adis? Yeah. That has anything to do with anything. I think that's important to know because uh, where did rice sand come from? Where'd you come from, Rice? Also, can we talk about the fact that... I hate that. <laughs> also, can we talk about the fact that Bryce literally said that Cassian and Hunt were similar males? I have a type. But, like, she even acknowledged it. And I'm like, is that something that we need to grasp a hold of and clutch in? Until we get the next thing. Are we going to find out about may, even more made beings? So many hints about Illyrian wings in this book. Now I'm trying to take us into Akatar land because I'm like... I mean, that's fine. I definitely brought you a theory one time where I was talking about... I did. We did it on the show. I don't know what episode it's in, but... Oh, don't ask me what any I, episode is. Where I was like... Cassian is his daddy. No, where I had laid out a whole theory about how if... The angels, the Malachine or whatever, and, and Lunathian are like experiments, then like, why couldn't the Illyrians be Hell's experiments? And like, I laid out all this evidence. So. I truly believe that that's still accurate. Yeah, I think it's very possible. But so, so yes, you saying like Cassian and Hunt looking alike, could Cassian be part of some Prince yeah. of Hell? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because Hunt's mom was an angel, so he's obviously going to get those angel wings, those angel characteristics. And then also going back to Azrael saying, you know, like the people of the prison know what I am. Right. So the Daglan would know. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck. They yeah. Are. Whatever the fuck. Lanthus had to have been one, right? I think so. He had to have been, he gave off so many of those vibes. Well, that's just like here on the front of this book, her, like the black, here on the one side i'm like that's clearly the vogue was that the easter egg of what we're gonna find out also the... finding that danica was also bred into existence sorry i just flipped it open and it was off on that oh yeah i did actually like, mordock had to do that with yeah Sabine, like they Ugh. made her also thought it was interesting that vesperus says calls bryce girl yes the same way that amron does yes i still think that we're gonna find out I think Amron's full of shit. I think Amron is full of shit. But also, what is Fury? She still has to be something. I still think she's a Fury are they, from hell. I are they, are we going to see more of her in this next one too? Who fucking knows? Who fucking knows? I like how Bryce just sends like a meal to some island and then sends her parents to another fucking world. Right? 
She's like, well, if it implodes, he's fine. But I saved my parents. I did all this shit in the previous book to save this fucking kid. And then I'm like, you know what? Speaking of shitty things Bryce did, I cannot get over her basically telling Hunt to get over the torture that he endured. Oh, my God. I need you. I, I need you to get over it. So I, I need you. What the fuck? Even Aelin doesn't say that He shit. watched Baxian chew off your brother's hand. Put some respect on that man's name. Right? Give him a sec. I know there's not a lot of time, but at Their least a single were second. cut out and flopped on the floor. I can't get over that. They Rune were saying, dropped in their own blood, shit, and piss. Yeah, that too. But like Rune talking about Thank the you. sound his intestines made hitting the floor made yeah. me so sick. I'm here to tell you what. And I, 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 those, those scenes, those scenes did me. And like, I do a lot of true crime. I love I love a good true crime where they're like, his hands were cut off. <laughs> Her feet were cut off. She had no eyes. And I'm like, oh, cool. But that, I was like, okay, Sarah. Sarah. And the way that they, he's chomping the hand and, no. Did you watch that video that I sent you? No, I didn't want to. Why? Because I was, I was like, I, not, it's too soon. Not right now. Oh, it's I don't, funny. I, I still it's it's the Adams family hand and I'm like oh uh and didn't like was it Pollux or no or was it the hawk or whatever that used Rune's own hand to flip them off like <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that was pretty funny also do you think he had to unhinge his jaw like how do you get that much like I mean I just watching you bite your own wrist just made also also do you know what I thought about I'm like oh no his tattoo like how when that grows back it's like oh yeah she says that his the hand that grows back is paler than the rest of his skin I'm like that is so fucking funny that's so fucking funny and then but then also it was sad whenever they're like his tattoos are just shredded from the abuse and I'm like that made me think of another video that I have to show you so please bear with me oh god I don't know how to search that one. I don't think I liked it. You so said, gonna, I don't know how to search that I'm one. Have to like, look at all I, my watch history. Oh, no. I'll find it. Just one I feel second. like your watch history is so long. I mean, probably, but it was recent. It was within the last 24 hours. Oh, well, that means nothing for me. There's there's kind of a trend going on with Book Talk, and it's like zero context Crescent City spoilers. So, like, the Baxian thing was one where it was like zero context Crescent City. Yeah. <laughs> But this other one, I was like, before you go on, I was like, y'all are fucked up for that. Here is the video. Ho fast spoilers without context. (laughs) That's fucking funny. I'm going to text it to you so we can put it in the show notes. I need both. Wait, don't reset. You know what? Just send me, resend me both of those because I. The comments. The first one says, this is getting really out of hand. (laughs) The next one says, I got to hand it to you. This one says, I would say jail, but dungeon feels more on theme. Guys, they get, how many times do they get dropped into their shit and piss? It's not even the blood. I'm like, it's the poopy. And and they have to eat poop bread and, and, and drink. Pee pee broth, like. I mean, I get it, but also I'm like, 
They came out of that dungeon. Did they change How many days were they in there? I feel like they really could have just (laughs) stuck it out for a while longer. (laughs) Were they in there for a week? You can survive without eating for a week. I think it would take more than a day for me to eat shit bread (laughs) in there, guys. They literally were. Like... I didn't even say that with that intention. That was terrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what do you want Rune to give him a hand? What? Jesus Christ. I hate you so much. <coughs> the cat crunching. Very funny. It's so awful. Oh, those are gruesome, gruesome fucking scenes. I, it's very funny, though. It shouldn't be as funny as it is, though. It's alarmingly funny. The comment on this said the fact that this didn't even help them escape was absolutely insane to me. <laughs> also, what were they thinking? I love that it gets chewed off and the hunt's like, oh, how's he going to grab it? <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? That wasn't your first thought? Before you agreed to chew off a man's hand? He's like, do it. Rune's just like, do it. Like, I mean, I guess when you get dropped into shit and piss. The way I was screaming, what was the reason after this? Oh, God. And then I just couldn't unsee the little hands that you sent me. Like, (laughs) Yeah, that's terrible. I really want to know what it looked like when it grew back. I think it grew back like layer by layer. Really bad. It like grew like a plant. <laughs> Miniature hands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, ma, no hand, ain't no no. <laughs> also, you know what really pissed me off? And I knew you were behind me, so I couldn't say anything when it happened. We just offed the Autumn King. That was very unsatisfying. And then she just went and destroyed all of his shit. I feel like we could, we could go through this book scene by scene and like <laughs> air our grievances. Oh my God. It When that happened, I was like, Morvin, whatever. He can fucking, I, yeah, I don't give a fuck I, about yeah. him. There was so much else that I felt like we needed to know about that motherfucker. Rune finding out that Lydia has kids. <laughs> he really was. He was like, oh. I mean, I could see him being a great stepdaddy. Yeah. Like, just how good he was to Bryce and stuff. Like, the yeah. whole, like, him being a stepdad, that concept, I was like, okay, cool. He's going to be a rad dad. <laughs> Stop putting those in my face. Those are little hands. I have a coworker that she has a set of them that go on her fingers. Like, what is the, I mean, I know that it's, like, funny, but, like, how did this get started? I think it came from SNL. I think it was Kristen Wiig's. One of her SNL characters had the little hands. Oh my God. I can't find a picture. You just really, you just judged my burp whenever I at least didn't burp in the microphone. You burp intentionally into the microphone. I can't (coughs) find pictures of just one. Everybody has both of them in the thing. I'm just like, well, yeah. Why would somebody just have one? Oh my God. Scary movie. The guy with. Is this what it looks like? This guy. When we do our unhinged character mm. casting, Rune high-fiving Baxian. <laughs> that is really accurate, though, because Terry Crews could play Baxian. Yeah. <gasps> is that unhinged, though? I could see Baxian sitting in a car going, yeah. and I need you. 
I actually love Baxian. Terry Crews? Baxian. Oh. I mean, Terry Crews is funny too, but I said oh. Baxian. Oh, sorry. I thought you said I love that man. Oh, no. And, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Baxian. That's why I was confused. What does Baxian mean? Do we know? Mm, uh, yeah, we looked it up one time, but I'm going to tell you what. That was a long time ago. So we're going to look it up one more time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this was eight immortals is what his name means. Eight immortals? Because it's a Chinese name, which translates into Ba means eight and Zion means immortals. Or like Zian means mortal, immortals. In Chinese mythology, the eight immortals were a legendary group of eight individual beings who had transcended the human state to become endowed with divine and supernatural at, attributes or powers. Hmm. That does kind of ring a bell. Also, why didn't you do something with that, Sarah? Right? What is happening? God, so many things that she could have... So many things that she set up that she didn't do. I'm I just know. like, what was the reason? Oh, Why? yeah, because the eight immortals are a celestial being, and so him being an angel. I'm just, I mean, she could have done so much more. And Does Lydia take off her torque? Yeah. She did? I didn't remember that. I don't remember if she willingly took it off or if it was, like, ripped off of her. Really? Yeah, I can't remember. Or if it just flew off while she was running. And they got shot in the leg. I'll never forgive you. He's like. Also, Pollux died too. Fu- every every conflict in this book was resolved way too fucking easy. I needed Pollux to suffer. Yeah. I wanted him to bleed out. But also, how did the Autumn King get out with those Gorzian shackles on him? I don't know. Do you know anything? Hey, so just a sidebar. So the fact that I always believed that you and I should have gotten married. That was... Because you and I, yeah, okay, yeah. In this a, like, is the first time I'm hearing this. Theory. Oh, I just really believed it in a platonic sort of way. Okay, platonic marriage is that a thing? I don't know. Is that what we're doing now? Are Maybe. we? Oh, I don't know. Anyways, just because I I was gonna close out some tabs to just make myself feel a little bit better. Uh, and my Goodreads because I'm reading the arc for a fate inked in blood, and I asked you to come to the. Oh yeah. Uh, Daniel Jensen signing with me and Jameson just basically coming to terms with the fact that it has always been and always will be you and I. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, be honest what, did, what did he say? I feel like Kelly's... Rep- what did he say? Well, here, we'll quote him. Something about replacing him. Yeah. Which... It's not replacing whenever I already was. God, we talk so much. Which is funny, because not in the too distant past, you used to never return my text messages. That's so. not true. When? A while back. You probably, no, probably what happened was I read it and went, oh yeah. And then I responded out loud. I'm not good at it. And now you respond for real. Yeah. The price is the price, bitch. Oh, brought up the book tour and Jameson says, I feel like Kelly has replaced me as the full-time person in your life. Oh yeah, yeah. He's right. Jameson, you're right. Warren, tell your dad. I finished <laughs> I this at 3.15 yesterday. This book? Yep. Also, every time that I see Midnight Rune, because that's, I was reading that before you found this copy, because I was like, I'll finish this book before I start how fast. Well, then, you know, you surprised me with your American heroism. And uh, every time I see the copy, though, I want to be like, he was sunshine, I was Midnight Rune. Like. <laughs> that never would have occurred to me, I don't think. Yeah, nope. That's all. That's all I can see now. Is what's the next one called? Radiant Sin. We're going to that book tour. Like weirdly enough, she's been like, she always usually stops in like Lexington or whatever. But we're going. 
I want her to stamp my tit. <laughs> you think she would do it or would she... I think she'd do it. I can't tell if she would do it or if she would be offended. If I, you know, I don't know now. I think she'd do it. I think it could really go either way. I'd give her an out. I'd be like, if it makes you uncomfortable, I'd oh, come, yeah, I'd come with consent. You're not just going to like whip it out. Oh no. Okay, I'd come yeah. with consent. Okay. Well. And if she says no, and I'd be like, well then here's a lovely book that you wrote. <laughs> okay. Also, your husband is, does a great job at running your Etsy shop. <laughs> He does. He really does. That's funny. I love that. He He's very responsive and he's funny when he does it. It was sunshine. I was midnight rune. But just like a cool little plug in. Uh, so Case Leatherworks is working on brand new bookmarks. There will be a whole bookmark section exclusively on the website. How cool is that? Super cool. He saw this really cool splatter technique. So this is actual leather ink like leather paint that they have and it's meant to be fully absorbed into it that's why he was like oh yeah it's already dry Mm -hmm. non-transferable yeah like our friendship i tried today no one would take (laughs) no mm -mm. they were like i heard your podcast uh absolutely fucking not you can fucking keep her (laughs) jesus pray for her husband but it's so cool because he just splattered it on, but he saw this idea from a handbag company. So like, obviously he's constantly looking at different leather stuff and like different techniques, different styles of leather. So these are true leather bookmarks. And then he is getting into the vegan leather because it has the fun designs and stuff. He will literally be making a bookmark and he's doing not just like your standard rectangle bookmarks. He's going to do more of the dog ear bookmarks and up some of that style a little bit but he is really excited because (laughs) there's one pattern that he bought that's it's literally called unicorn poop and he is so excited about it it's little tiny pastel colored poop emojis what that's the print he's so excited about it he's like lady look at like he was like giddy laughing and i'm like you know what get it Someone's going to love that shit, literally, that unicorn shit. But I don't know. It's just a really cool technique. So these will be going up on caseleatherworks.com really soon. What else do you want to talk to me about? Nothing? Great. Great talk. I'm trying to find the bit about the prison. Why bother? So does the dust court even exist? Or was that just a red herring? I think it's the same thing as a Valon. It seems like the prison island is the dust court. Which is the same thing as a Valon. Because when Bryce is... And I'm the seventh Asteri. When When Bryce is in the tunnels, the Prince Cave Princes or whatever the fuck that was called. What's it called? The Cave of Princes. Is it? Yeah. Okay. No, you're right. Somebody says like, how do you know where you're going? What are you doing? And she's like, I've been here before. I think I've seen this film before. Yeah. And I did. Before she Nesta and Asriel were two. Before she and jumps, they got really mad at, at me. Before they jumps in the river, yeah, because it's the same. It is the prison, but like, the, what was the whole point about the dust court? I get that they're the prison, but is that the dust court? Also, can we talk about the fact that Descript thinks I'm saying dust court whenever I say dust court? 
<clears throat> so if I ever have to search for it, I have to type in so dust. that's where Thea and Helena and Celine lived. And they're dusty. Before the crossing. And that she put that one Asteri under in the cave thing. Mm-hmm. So she was always there. Yeah. But then the it didn't turn into a prison until Celine turned it into a prison as an adult, right? Right. Because she she then, created it that way, right? And then she ends up the, which this is weird. She ends up with the high king or high lord of the night court, mm-hmm. and so we're led to believe that that's like Reese's family. Yes, because she says that she had her bloodline keyed to the prison, and Reese literally says his blood is keyed to the prison. Yes, but then Reese also says that Moore's family was in charge of the night court before him. So what the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. Unless it was his family and they took over and then he got it back. I don't know. I don't know. I've given up hope on so many things. <laughs> Did I find a plot hole? I, I'm i sure that it'll be explained away by, you know, a language bean and C-sections. Well, guys, this has been fun. <laughs> Podcast is over. Thanks for listening. I guess now we just have to go back to the Nesta and Asriel scenes in this. And I mean, we're going to come back and just dissect and talk a lot more about a lot more shit. <clears throat> I think we need to. It, it's been a wild week with us trying to cram it all into one. Yeah. I think that there is definitely opportunities to build for the next Akatar book. It probably wouldn't hurt if for us to... Uh, actually listen to her interview. She's also going on the Kelly Clarkson <laughs> the Kelly Clarkson show on February 6th. So in a couple of days from the time of this recording. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'd be curious to see like the the questions and stuff that change. Also, do you think Kelly Clarkson reads these? <laughs> She was my idol. She was my literal American idol. You know what I saw that, well, the thing that you shared today about from time mm-hmm. about Sarah. Yeah. They, they did her dirty with that first picture. Right. I was like, good thing she's not on social media because she would hate that Yeah, photo. she'd be pissed. I would be so pissed. <laughs> they, they did her dirty with that I would that be picture. calling an editor and I'd be like, <laughs> that's. That's not a Getty image, I'm and that's got to fucking your asses go. For, it's a for, Getty image or bust. What's it called? Defamation. Yeah. <laughs> Defamation is what I, the first time like I ever saw that word, that's what I thought it was. But you guys probably aren't shocked by that. Did you see that Trump just lost a defamation lawsuit? He's been ordered to pay like $86 million to someone. I yes, fucking love I it. I fucking love it. I actually know exactly. It's an author and her name is initials and I don't want to fuck it up. E. Jean Carroll. She won. She won. Good for her. Good um, for her. What were we saying before that? Oh, Sarah. Yeah. So <laughs> defamation, Sarah. Yeah. It, but in that that post from Time, it said that Bloomsbury reported in early 2023, Sarah's book sales grew like 79 percent. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. They called it the Harry Potter effect. Yes. So I'm like, well, so yeah, so I guess like fourth wing had a big, you know, midnight thing, but this was a true like Harry Potter level 
where people mm. came, like cosplayed, yeah, like yeah. the closest thing that we were going to get to the back half of Harry Potter midnight lineups. And I think it will only grow from there. Well, I mean, shit, my sister-in-law went to a baby shower that was Akatar themed. Yeah, I do love that. So it's growing. I will spare you the details of how I came to wed a High Lord's son of the years before and after he became High Lord of Night and I his lady. He wanted me to be High Lady, which there's never been a High Lady until Feyre. Apparently that was a fucking lie. As I, didn't other th- lords, I, I didn't think she di- she didn't want it. He wanted me to be a high lady as other lords mates were. Other lords mates were high ladies. And she didn't she didn't take it, but he wanted her to be and she said no. Huh. Is that not how you would interpret that? Yeah. I brought him when my first son was born, when the babe screamed and the sound was full of night, I brought him to the prison and keyed the word wards into his blood. No one knew that the infant who sometimes glowed with starlight had inherited it from me. It was the light of the evening star, the dusk star. And this island that had become barren and empty, this too was his. I told him when he was old enough what I had left here for him so that someone might be able to access this record to know the risks of using the trove and that the threat of the Asteri always waiting to return here. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. And then Nesta murmurs to Azrael, does Reese? does he know? No, Azrael replied. No. Without an ounce of doubt, somewhere along the line, all this was forgotten and never passed on. Well, when you read it like that. How else should I have read it? I don't know. I ensured that my mother and her lands became a whisper. People wondered if Thea had even existed. No one knows what became of Thea and General Peleus, I told countless generations. They betrayed King Theon. Theon. Which is weird. I always thought it was Theon. In the audiobook, she says Finn. It's F-I-O-N-N. I pr- always pronounce it as Fion. Yeah, me too. There would be no O if it was Finn. She says Finn. No, I'm going to say Fion. It just makes more sense. Gwydion was forever lost, his dagger with it. We still don't know how Azrael has it. I'm sure we'll find out in Akatar 5. He probably shit it out, or maybe he was born with it. Maybe he's Maybelline. I don't know. I don't know what to trust or believe now. I'm tired of this, Grandpa. What? No, what are you laughing at? I'm laughing at the hawk saying, just like a rat, gnawing off a limb when caught in a trap. <laughs> I don't get how Ada saying that Thea trusted hell and that was her downfall. I don't get that. How was that her downfall? She was power-hungry bitch from the very beginning, it sounded like. I didn't even think about that. I don't even know what trusting hell had anything to do with any of it. Oh, hell. Get it? Yeah. Okay. Listen, we're just... We're coming off of the high and then we're just... I'm not hating. I, no. I feel like I've just like shit all over it. Well, kind of. <laughs> it wasn't my intention. But I do have criticisms and thoughts and... It thoughts, just felt... Thoughts and prayers. Felt very un-SJM like No, we said I it, it's literally a TV manuscript is yeah. what it is. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just nothing like her other books. No. It didn't read like high fantasy. It was missing that element of a high fantasy book. A hologram. In this world that doesn't have electricity, there's a hologram. Well, maybe that is Bryce's POV. So maybe we just need to take that with a grain of salt that she doesn't know how to call it anything else. I mean, she is from like the dystopian future. Probably like a ghost. Ghost? That's my thought. 
that she's like the imprint of a spirit. You know what? I'm really happy. She looks like Rhysand's sister. Then no more fucking context. I know. So is that like one of the nuggets that she set up for Akatar five? Cause she said there are Easter eggs littered in it to set also, us up for the next one. I think it's very weird that Rune literally was on a Valen and like, doesn't go check on his mom. Is that where she actually, does she live on a Valen? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. <laughs> well, also, yeah, he didn't check on her one time. Oh man. I really wonder what the first draft of this book looked like. <laughs> no offense, but you saying that you wrote this in four months, we could tell. Yeah. It shows. Did they uh, edit it in four minutes or? <laughs> Wait, is so four a sign? We're going to lose so many no, listeners. No, I feel like a lot of people are. Oh. Lauren's mother was a Donnell from the Avalon court. Lauren herself was chosen for planned breeding to continue to the royal bloodline. She had no say in it. However, she saw it as her duty. Sorry and an honor and was happy to oblige though she was chosen only to sire the the king's heir she developed feelings for him also we didn't go and tell her that he's dead rune was like my mom will probably be sad that i slaughtered my dad i don't know she'll be does she, she'll be sad does she know that he abused you for years i don't know yeah it it just says that her residence is in a villa also, I went on to, uh, because I, whenever it hit me that uh, Lydia named Bran after Brannon, and uh, someone already went on to the Throne of Glass wiki. And added it. And added under Brannon that a... I was, when I looked up Lydia's age, it, Aelin is already on here as a descent, or uh-huh. as a uh, ancestor uh-huh. of Lydia. Well. Which... That was theorized for a while because their descriptions are very similar. Yeah. And, and the, the ring. ring yeah. And I, I was happy, though, that that was confirmed. And that. Spoiler. Rune and Lydia are mates. Read that chapter. Also, I can't believe no one has typed these up yet. Every time I find them, they're literally just pictures. Of I know. That book. one girl, I mean, she did the Lord's work, like, putting those on there. But I mean, I'm not going to do it. No. But I'm just surprised that no one hasn't done it yet. Especially, like, how many people were, like, literally transcribing the live that she did. And I was like, guys, I can can get us a transcript. (laughs) Right. But people were like, oh, no, I'm halfway through. And I'm like, okay, go off. Yeah. Go off. I'm trying to get it. Rune snarled, saying the words he hadn't dared voice until now. She's my mate, you fucker. I literally have it highlighted. The other one. So yeah, Lydia inhaled a sharp breath. Rune taunted the hammer. You want me to tell you how she said we measured up? (laughs) Crass, crude words, but ones he knew would strike the hammer's fragile ego. (laughs) Rune's got a big dick. (laughs) Thank God. I always imagined. (laughs) So you don't want to get a neck tattoo with me? No, I'm very open to tattoos, but not on my neck, I don't think. Mm. Not of that? Not of Rune Dannon? No. Crown Prince of the Valbar and Faye. Like, you think we we can get, like, the sound bite at the end of it, too? I mean, if Bryce can get an artifact tattooed into her, surely we can get a sound bite. 
Like a Spotify code that you can yeah. scan? No, but I want the actual sound, like a Build-A-Bear where you just press the button and it... Mm, that's a great idea. <laughs> TM, 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 TM. Whew. I love that Yaz is reading Akasif again after reading House of Flame and Shadow. What's her deal? Oh, her stories. She's already theorizing. You rated the book five stars? I told you I didn't have the strength to do anything else. Oh, it says your rating, my rating, four stars. Hater ass bitch. <laughs> you I caught have, me. I have never, I was going to say, I have never spoke ill of Sarah or any of her works ever. This is the first time I've ever been like... We're both just sitting here. I just feel a little sad about it. Like, I feel kind of melancholy about the whole thing. If you will. Well, and I think that... That's a real word. I don't know why you looked at me like that. I know. Just that that, that was the word that you... So, yes, she said this book was one hell of an emotional ride, and it might come as a surprise that I haven't rated it five star, but a four star is wonderful, and I loved many moments in the book. See? Four stars is fine. She said, I got some theories right, which I'm very excited about, which we will have, I think the next episode will be our theories of what was right, what was wrong, breakdown. This one we just needed to emotionally. I also got some theories wrong, which was expected because I knew Sarah would throw a curveball at me in this book. It's fun to explore the possibilities as a reader, but also I love when the author surprises me, and Sarah did. I feel like you're being really nice right Oh, it says, keep in mind that the SJM, the SJM changed the timeline gap she originally intended between Akasif and Hofast, which was around six to nine months in her first draft. The gap between Akasif's ending and Hofast's events is approximately three months. Nesta said she killed Lanthus seven months ago, which happened a month before winter solstice in Akasif. So it's June, beginning of summer in the Akatar world. The Midgard worm making a cameo was not on my bingo card. Oh, it was definitely on ours. It was? I didn't make a bingo card. Well, I mean, I didn't, but like it would have been. We Uh-oh. literally theorized the fact that that wasn't there as Asriel landed from above them. His wings were spread so wide that they nearly touched either side of the cavern. And she says, thank you, Janet, for confirming who has the largest wingspan yet again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I really don't have anything else about it right now. (laughs) I don't. I think that, I think the biggest thing that we need to do is kind of just comb through some of our theories, what we royally were fucking off about, which was a lot, and what we got right. And I'm just like, I'm like emotionally spent. And not in a way that like the book wrecked me, just I'm wrecked because. Sarah hurt my feelings. She hurt my feelings. (laughs) We've been so hyped for this for so long. And and maybe taking a step back and going through some of the theories. I I feel like Yaz has done kind of done this one. That's why I'm like, I'm going to stop reading her stuff and go through our own stuff. And maybe we will find those uh, little bits of uh, starlight, if you will. I think if I even if I had didn't know any theories, I would still be like, what? Yeah. No, I know. And I don't think we've ever been this bummed in an episode. So sorry that we've really just brought it down, folks. Also, I saw we're in her interview that people were saying that she hinted at a possible Throne of Glass revival. She did say that she has like an idea for a book. 
And she's excited. She's not She's not going to tell us what world it's in. Like, she was saying stuff like that. That She better just give us the world of Throne of Glass that she didn't ever fucking publish. I mean, come on. I was going to say, I think that would be a long ways off. Well, I'll be dead. She'll be like on Futurama where her head's inside of a tank and like she's still coming up with shit and we're all fucking dead. Well, anyways, that's all I got. That's all I got. Great. Well... Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Oh, I mean, thanks for listening. Jesus. Uh, so yeah, so our next episode, we're gonna just be even more disappointed in ourselves and talk about what we really fucking got wrong. And maybe what we got right? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We love you guys. Okay, bye. Bye.